This is Sleeping with the Boss, a show that helps you learn how to sleep with your boss. Just kidding. It's actually a show about living together, working together, and loving together. Hosted by Caroline Weingart and Jason Zook. <laughs> Make it natural. I like that. It's a picture I took of the moon. You did a good job. It's actually an Apple background. Hey, welcome to Sleeping with the Boss. I'm one of your hosts, Caroline Weingart. And I'm your other host, Caroline Weingart. Oh! <laughs> See what you did there. Uh, yeah, Carol, what are we talking about today? We're not sure. There was something that we thought about throughout the week that we were like, we should definitely make that the next Sleeping with the Boss episode. And then we forgot what it was. So we're just going to make it up on the fly. And then right we now. also were supposed to record yesterday because typically we record on Thursdays and then they go up on Friday. But we didn't, so now we're late. So we're also unprepared and late. <laughs> and we're sorry. Um, however, we still wanted to go ahead and do this because we love it. And we're just going to see what happens. And you got to stick to it because one of the biggest things for success in business is what, Carol? Consistency. Let's talk about consistency. No, thank you. Why? No, that's fine. Okay, let's I was talk just, about that. Just being difficult. It's so important. Okay, let's talk about consistency. Take her away, Carol. What, off the top of your head is a time in your business where you feel like consistency has really paid off. A couple immediately come to mind Good. One for you. Good. One of them being doing a daily video for something like 800 days straight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that falls under the category of like extreme consistency. There's so yeah, there's actually a lot of things that pop into my brain as we talk about consistency. And I think like the let's get to business stuff because I, I, I definitely yeah. want to talk about that. But a really simple thing. So we moved into this house. Uh, we didn't have our coffee maker. We left that behind in Florida. The poor little guy is going to have his own new life <laughs> in the dump. Um, <laughs> the dump. And we had we bought a French press from Target. So no. I, I've never used I a French press before. Ikea. It doesn't matter. It's we bought a French press from Target. It's a Brazil Bodum. I have the box. <laughs> I can show you the receipt. You don't have to argue with me on every single thing that we do, Caroline. Wow. Sorry, guys. Anyway, <laughs> bought this French press. I'd never made French press co coffee before. We actually owned a French press in our house, and I we sold it at our garage sale. And we that just, we had. It, it sadly sat in the cupboard. The yeah, cupboard. never used it, because we actually had like this nice, simple little coffee maker that worked well. Anyway, whew, um, <laughs> so I started using this French press, and I messed it up probably the first five times. Mm -hmm. And I got frustrated, and I was like, uh, maybe I just, I'm not meant to make French press, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't have the skills. And then I was like, wait a second. Like, I've never tried this before ever in my life. I've only ever made coffee a separate way. This is a new thing that I'm going to try to figure out. I have no clue what I'm doing. And so I went to YouTube and I watched two YouTube videos. It took like four minutes. And I was like, oh, uh, I, there's a couple different things that I wasn't doing. I wasn't letting the bean or the, the grounds bloom mm -hmm. with just a little bit of water. Uh, I was pushing the plunger down first. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't actually brewing the coffee. I was just smashing the coffee into the bottom. So it was very watered down. And then just getting the right ratio of how many beans to how much coffee you're making, that's something you just have to test and learn to how much coffee you drink and the strength of coffee that you like. So it was like an iterative process and we've been here for almost a month and now I've got it down. Mm -hmm. But without being consistent and trying and learning and all that stuff, I mean, it's it's a really silly lesson for or a metaphor for you know just the idea of consistency and doing things over and over again until you get them right. But it's true. Like now I'm a French press guru. Like I could write a book on how to use a French press. It'd be really yeah. short, but. That's interesting that your brain went to that because I would have never thought of that as consistency, but yeah. you're right. I mean, you consistently tried something, I guess. Um, and that's also more like, I feel like a lesson in just determination where it's like, you're not going to get something right the first time. But I was thinking more like on the coffee thing, like 
we do that every morning now and that has created like some sort of consistent routine for us um which is nice like routines I think especially morning routines are important and they get you set up for the day and like I really appreciate also that we don't go to like Starbucks every morning and spend five dollars on a chemical latte but whoa get no, but, so I think that for me I'm like really really passionate about consistency because I think that not enough people in business realize that you have to be doing something for a long period of time before people get it or even before people see it like I think we as business owners have this and and we've talked about this before but we have this idea that you know we're putting something out there and that everyone's seeing it and no like people aren't seeing it you have to kind of be consistent with something before someone has a chance to really go, oh, wow, like Caroline does do hand lettering or, oh, wow, like Jason does write a weekly newsletter or whatever that thing is. Um, And so often I feel like business owners, they try something for even, you know, a number of weeks and then go, oh, well, that I didn't really see the feedback I was looking for. But it's like, yeah, but imagine if you did that for an entire year, like I was telling Jason, I just recently um, was going back through a couple of my early newsletters to to put links to this page on my new website. And I saw this one that where I started out and was like, I've been doing these newsletters for six weeks now. And like, that was my intro. And I was like, holy crap. Like, and here I am 60 weeks later, I've been doing them now. And so, you know, if I could have only gone back in time and told my six week in self, like, don't quit, like, you know, this is going to be something that you really enjoy doing and and people are really going to start responding, but it's going to take a long time. I mean, it took many, many, many months before I was getting consistent responses from people and people really saying, Hey, I love what you do there. Um, so that's all That's just my example in my own business. I think the newsletter is probably the biggest example of how I've been able to keep something consistent. And I've seen the rewards of that later on. Yeah. But I also think let's talk about the, we discussed this. I don't remember where we were, but the arc of your hand lettering, and mm-hmm. the the fact that your hand lettering <clears throat> to get you to a profitable use of that skill has been a two year journey. Yeah, it you didn't map it out as a two year journey. I don't even think you realized it was a two year journey. But basically, two years ago is when you started doodling in a sketchbook and started playing around with it. And then a year after that, you had a business where you could offer that as a skill for companies. And even then you were really unsure of your abilities to do it. Mm -hmm. You weren't sure that it was something that like, it's just my hand lettering. Like, why is this unique to somebody? Mm -hmm. And now two years after you started, you, you appreciate it and you know that like, oh, this is a very unique skill that I've honed, that I've practiced and you've intentionally worked on it almost every day for two years. Almost every day for two years I've hand lettered. And it's weird because also like when I realize that I'm not sitting down and because I somehow I'm hand lettering something, whether it's intentionally practice or whether it's like something for a client or it's whatever it is. But when I'm, I've recognized that when I'm not taking that time to intentionally do it to get better, like for practice and for creative expression, um, when I'm not being that consistent with my practice, I can see that I'm a little bit rusty. And so, you know, kind of committing to some sort of consistent practice and whatever skill that you want to improve, I think is so important. Yeah, I mean, I I think that, uh, like you said earlier, too many people start to try something, especially something new, whether it's a new business or a new skill they want to learn or they're just, I don't know, they're just trying some new platform on the, the internet, some social media platform or whatever. And 
success, air quotes, doesn't happen within the first couple of weeks because we live in this instant gratification time where everything has to happen immediately or it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And we forget that things take time. And it, it, it's just, it's really about sticking to the message that you want to be putting out into the world, trying to find the right people who that message is for, not trying to please everybody, and believing in yourself enough that if you continue to do it, that success will come and whatever that means for you. Yep, and here's the caveat to that, which I will say is that it has to be something that you're doing for the pure sake of either wanting to get better. Like you have to be doing it for yourself because I do think that there is a time where if you've been doing something consistently and it's not bringing you joy and it's not bringing you, you know, fulfillment that it's okay to quit. Like it's okay. And so I know that that can be kind of confusing because you're like, okay, well, when am I supposed to keep going and when am I supposed to quit? Well, it's like, if you're, you know, if you're wanting to quit because it's something that you love but you're not seeing the reaction from it, keep going. If you're wanting to quit because it's no longer bringing you value, bringing you, value, bringing you joy, lighting you up, all of those reasons, then it's perfectly fine. I think that you just have to view everything that you're doing as, and at least this is how I live my life, um, as an experiment in um, testing out your core being. Like, and that's very sort of weird to say, but I just look at every situation as an opportunity for my inner core to react. And if I'm listening to it, I'm, I can know if that thing is something that I is aligned with who I am or if it's not aligned with who I am. And then it makes the decision to keep going or to quit very easy. Yeah. And I think, you know, a big part of this for any business owners who are listening or any creatives who are listening, who are putting stuff out there, you know, again, instant gratification, you know, every platform where you put things out on has some type of metric that is looks to be a reflection of the quality of the work that you're doing. Yep. And it's really unfortunate because a like on Facebook or a favorite or a retweet on Twitter or, you know, responses on Instagram or whatever, like any of this stuff, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things if you really enjoy what you're doing and you're doing it for yourself mm-hmm. and not because you just want to superficially have somebody tell you that that's a good thing that you're doing. Yep. And and I was actually thinking, you know, we've been we've been watching almost every single day Casey Neistat's uh, vlog series, video blog series. If you guys have never heard of Casey Neistat, you've probably seen one of his videos because they've been viewed tens of millions of times. Um, but he's doing this this daily video blog series, and as we've been watching it, there's so many parallels that we can remember to when I was filming videos every single day. And and it, it I have this feeling of man, I, I wish I would have continued to do them. And I've said this before. If if I have one regret, which I don't, but if I have one regret for I reassured, it's that my videos went from here's my life and I'm just going to give you my perspective on what I'm doing and try and bring you along with me to here's a commercial about a company. Mm-hmm. And I want to, I want to go back to like filming some stuff about my life because I like the process of filming, which is a creative process. I like the process of editing cause it's an analytical process. And I like the process of sharing what I'm doing because mm-hmm. that's just me as a, as a, natural born entertainer. My mm-hmm. mom will tell you from a small age, I was always getting in trouble for speaking out in class. I was always getting in trouble for, you know, just goofing off and, and all that stuff. And it's because I just, I have this natural thing where I want to entertain people. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, you know, I've, I've decided that I want to start doing a daily video series and I'm trying to figure out, you know, what at the core of it, what is the reason? Why do I want to do it? Mm-hmm. Is it because I want the attention? Because mm-hmm. if it is, then I should be honest with myself and go, hey, that's not really a reason to do something. Yeah. Um, it's just not. And you, I need to fulfill that in some other way. But if it's to maybe help my business, okay, that's cool. 
hey, even better, maybe it's to help entrepreneurs out there or maybe it's to help other creative people who are afraid of putting themselves out there. Or maybe it's just to create because I also, see the, the way yeah. that you light up when you watch his videos and I don't think that you're lighting up because you're like, look at how many views this has. Or I don't even at, look. I couldn't exactly. even tell you how many views he has in those videos. Exactly. So I think that that's your first indicator of being like, that's not the thing. I think the thing is that you miss... I think you miss the creativity of telling a story every day. It's really funny. Like I, like my heart just was like, Bleh, because mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking about, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just thinking about the, now I kind of just want to turn the camera on and just see what happens. Yeah. Like I don't even want to have a plan. I just want to create, because again, like the whole idea for me getting behind the camera and putting these videos on YouTube again would be because I want to create something and I want to put something out into the world in a different genre. And, and honestly, like I, can feel myself getting pulled back into social media again where I'm checking mm-hmm. Twitter more and it was just supposed to be in the morning and the afternoon but now I'm like oh I shared an article like how's that doing and I, I told Caroline this morning like, I'm going to take a break I think in June mm-hmm. for another month and replace that time that I would be spending because here's the thing about quitting something you can't just quit it because you're going to sit there and then go well now what do I do? It feels I'm, empty. I'm going to go back to it. So instead if I fill that time with recording a video every day yeah. And just exploring where that goes for 30 days with really no set goal or intention, um, it could be fun. So, so, but the bringing it back to consistency. So I think, you know, if we're, if we're going to leave you with some parting wisdom here, it's that anything worth doing that you want to be doing is going to take time. Absolutely. And that's just the, uh, the unfortunate fact of creating and being consistent is it's very nebulous. And you're only going to see, like, the beauty of consistency is that you you get to see this evolution of your work. Like, that's my favorite thing. Is If you can s- remove yourself from being stuck in the, how, does, how, do, how many people like this? How right. many people did this? And you can step back and go, let me just be consistent with this and not worry about what everybody else thinks absolutely. of it. Let me just create. And you have, no, it's okay. That's You're absolutely right. And you have to go into it with with that parameter on yourself um, so that you don't get discouraged if it doesn't get the quote-unquote response that you are secretly hoping for. And you just do it for the sake of doing it and for the sake of seeing something evolve and and honing a craft. And um, it's so fun to go back and look at my just devastatingly awful. And I say that for my own taste. Trust me, Uh, looking at my YouTube videos, (laughs) it's uncomfortable as hell. But... To you, because you you want to do better for yourself. That. I think it was like Omar and Nicole, our friends Omar and Nicole, that were like, if you go back to your first stuff and you don't cringe, like you're not working hard enough, like you're not you're not pushing yourself forward hard enough, um, which I think is like a really cool thing. Like you should go back to your early work and be like, oh gosh. And let's so uh, to further wrap this episode up. <laughs> Let's share with the Sleeping With The Boss fans. So we had this idea, you had this idea, and I had this idea, so both of us get credit for it, (laughs) um, that we want to do some type of like 30-day challenge site where we have something and then people can get behind it and and do it. And we've talked about it doing separately. We've talked about doing it together. Um, but it's something that like I, I still keep coming back to that I think it would be really interesting to both of us also do it, but then like kind of lead the charge and be like, join us, you know, yeah. and force consistency upon the internet. Um, so true. To be a like part of literally three years ago, I built the entire website. It was called Academy 30. And I was going to have these little creative challenges for people um because the the 30 day challenge thing worked so well for me like it's what was your first 30 day challenge was just the lettering lettering. yeah Yeah. um and 
it never it never got into the world. And I but was, that's okay. It is okay. I just I wish I it, I wish it would have because I I think it can honestly, and I'm not even being like grandiose about it. I think it can change lives. Like I really think that if you stay consistent with something, if you give something the time that it needs to to make an impact on your daily life, it could be a game changer. Yeah, and and I. I think this is the really interesting part of, of what you just said is that you might feel like you've missed the boat on it, but I don't feel like you. I, I feel like you could start it at any time. And I don't even think if anybody listens was like, oh, I'm going to steal this idea and do it. However they would do it would be so different well, than no, how you would I do, do it. I do think that this whole 30-day challenge thing is really gaining mainstream popularity. Yeah, but if anything, that's just going to make it easier for people to get on board because they've either tried it before or they've seen it before. It's not completely new and, and yeah, different to them. That's so that's a good point. Don't get discouraged, man. Make this happen. I just, I have too many things that I oh, want no, to no. make. Oh, no, no, And I get it. Like, I, I think that that's a whole topic for another episode is putting too much on your own plate. But Yeah, or prioritizing or how do you pick which ideas to go with. But next week, now we're, we're going to be, next week we're going to be talking about food because we're starting to eat healthier next week. Oh, gosh. Here's a preview of that. I'm just going to be, <laughs> I'm just going to be grumpy. <laughs> we had bagels this morning because we're not going to have bagels for oh a while. Oh, my God. You guys, I love bagels. Love bagels. It's just bread. Why do I love it so much? It's just bread. Anyway, thanks for listening. We like you guys a lot. We're sorry we were unprepared and late today. Do you want to do a we're little gonna do a, roulette? We're going to do a um, little stint in detention for that. Sure, man. We'll Let's keep, do it. We'll keep talking to him about something while I fire up our podcast in, um, in iTunes. I haven't had my coffee yet, so my brain's really not firing correctly to be Ooh, perfectly Not sleeping honest. the boss. We're sleeping with the boss. Yeah, not sleeping the boss. Sleeping the boss is interesting. All right, we're going to do a game called Review Roulette where I just flip through the reviews and Carol tells me when to stop and then I read a review that somebody has left on iTunes for our podcast, which we incredibly are grateful and appreciative of. And I don't even know if that was a real sentence because I'm clicking a button and, and doing things. So, Carol. them all. Okay, here ready? Here we Set, go. Stop. Rizzo T's just listening to people have an honest conversation about their daily lives. It's quite grounding. Jason is such an inspiration. I've been following since his t-shirt days, and now I'm getting to know Caroline a bit. I'm going to love watching where this goes. Wherever you guys, whatever you guys do, keep going. Aww, which is very that is, apropos. That is so good. To this episode. Yeah, keep going. Thank you so much, Chris from Rizzo T's. Also, Chris has a book out called Happy Work. You can find it on Amazon. I read it. It was great. I wish. So. We should have talked about the idea of just ready to open this can of arms back. Let's up just again. start a new episode right now. <laughs> no, no, but I think a very important uh, thing that needs to get talked about around consistency is doing something even when you don't want to in that moment. Mm -hmm. So there have been days, like with my lettering challenge or whatever, where um, I've just been like, I don't want to do this today. But that is the point of doing something consistently is just like sitting in the chair and doing it even though you may not feel like it in that moment. Because as long as the greater, the bigger picture is something that you do want to be doing, it's just you don't feel like it right then. That's like when you need consistency the most. And that's when you have to push through. Um, like there were, I was doing this um, lettering challenge back in February, I think. And we were at an event at our friend's house in this beautiful like wine country in California. And... I, we were all like hanging out and like having such a good time and drinking wine and I hadn't done my lettering piece for the day and I had to physically remove myself from this party and go downstairs and do a lettering piece and really get in the creative mindset and it was the hardest thing ever because I was like it would be so easy for me to just say 
forget it. I'm not doing this right now. I'm having too much fun. And that's fine, but I really had made that commitment to myself. And so in those moments, it is so important to remember why you're doing it and what you're trying to accomplish and to push through even when you don't want to. So that also applies to this episode where we were like, oh crap, we forgot to do it yesterday. We both have so much work to do, but like in for the sake of consistency and for the, for the sake of you guys that listen every week, like we just, we turn on the mic and we do it. We do. We're also going to start a new structure of a show where you don't know when it ends. We're going to pretend to end it at one point, then we're going to keep going, then we're going to close it out, then we're going to start with more, and that's Sleeping With The Boss. So leave a review on iTunes of how much fun that is to go through that process with us. Keep being consistent. Thanks for listening to us, and uh, have a fantastic week, weekend, and whenever you listen to this. And you look really pretty today, and handsome. The moon that I took a photo of? No, the people listening. Or the microphone. The microphone. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.